Hello everyone! Back with me again Jennifer in another episode of the sociolinguistic series. Today we're going to focus on language varieties, especially on how age and social status can influence the use of language and how it makes people converge or diverge towards their speaking partners. No matter how much some people try to deny it, admit it, you are going to de- deny it as well, our age and social status influence our use of language. The older you get, the more conscious you are about how you speak, what words you use, and even how you say certain things. You will notice that as you get older, you will stop using so much slang and it happens especially when you enter the professional environment that is your workplace. So when you start working in an office perhaps or if you start doing your own business, you will notice that there are certain things that are no longer appropriate in your linguistic repertoire so you're going to stop using it or you are going to decrease your amount of using it the same goes of course to our social status now have you ever heard a president or other important public figures throw curse words uh, left and right when they speak in public? Or perhaps your religion leader saying swear words during their preach in front of their congregation? Well, I shouldn't think so. So why do they not do that? People who have higher status in society and especially those who are under the scrutiny of the public, they will tend to be more careful with their language because they need to keep their public image and they need to keep up their appearance in front of other people. And that is some things that we are going to discuss further. Speaking about role models or idols or people you look up to, hmm, I think everyone has at least one person they idolize the most. Well, I do. I have several people I think are great and I want to be like them. So I should think that perhaps you, you do too. When you really like somebody or when you really idolize a person, sometimes you want to be more like them. I mean, you will start to dress like them, you will start to style your hair like them, you will start to um, mimic their way of walking or eating or doing things you will start to 
do the things or with the gestures that they use um, occasionally and of course sometimes you want to also be seen more like them by following the way they speak mimicking the style or vocabulary or grammatical structure of someone's speech or other type of codes in someone's speech is known as accommodating in social linguistics we have what we call the speech accommodation theory or SAT or some people like me are more comfortable calling it as CAT the conversation accommodation theory so for the rest of this recording I'm just going to say cat Basically, CAT talks about how people change their manner of speech in face-to-face interaction. When you change the way you speak to be more alike the person you talk to, whether the grammar, the pronunciation, the tempo, and everything else, we call it convergence. It means that you're converging to that person. And um, when you change the way you speak to be more different, We call it divergence, yep, just like the title of that movie. When we converge, we can do either an upwards or downwards convergence. We do an upwards convergence when we try to copy the speech patterns of a person we look up to, or when we follow the speech codes of people who we think are better than us. Of course, by saying this, I don't mean that downward convergence means you copy the codes of people you don't like, all right? Downward convergence um, simply talks about how we tend to simplify our vocabulary, pronunciation, and sentence structure when we speak to a person with less linguistic repertoire than us. For example, if you talk to a young child or a foreigner, you are going to simplify the way you speak. You're not going to use the same speech pattern, the same um, speed, or even the same vocabulary that you use to people who you know are very familiar with the language we are using. can converge in several different ways. If you start copying the people you speak to from the beginning of the conversation to the end, it means that you're doing the full convergence. And of course, you know that if you don't do that, if you only mimic uh, several parts of the conversation, it means that you're doing the half convergence. There is another distinction which we call the hyper convergence. It means that even though you're no longer speaking with that person, you're starting to follow the codes in which they speak. Sometimes this this can mean flattery and showing respect, but a lot of people think that if you start doing it outside the conversation with the person, it means that you're trying to mock them. 
So yeah, you perhaps you want to be careful a little bit about following uh, somebody else's speech pattern. Convergence can also come in different types. You can own you can converge in only one aspect of the speech for perhaps the pronunciation. Some people like to say the word um, class using British accent and then you usually say it class but then you think that oh it is more elegant to say class so you start saying class but only in, in a matter of pronunciation. So if you change only one aspect of your speech it means you are doing the unimodal um, convergence. But if you're converging in more than one aspect, pronunciation and then vocabulary perhaps, or pronunciation, temporal vocabulary and sentence structure, it means that what you're doing is the multimodal convergence. Okay, so that is not really difficult to understand. Now, you are talking with a person. You're starting to copy the way they speak, but they don't. You are doing all the work on your own from the beginning of the conversation until the end. We have a term for that. We call it asymmetrical convergence. It means that only one party does the converging. But what about you follow their vocabulary and then they follow your pronunciation? So both of you are converging. It means that there is a balance convergence in the conversation. We have another term, symmetrical converging. So yeah, sometimes you can see whether or not the like or dislike is mutual by looking at the way people interact, whether it is symmetrical or asymmetrical converging. And the last type is, this is quite funny because we have what we call as the subjective convergence or objective convergence. Subjective convergence is what happens when somebody thinks they are converging, but the, the people they talk to doesn't, don't think so. So let's say I'm trying to copy the way you speak with your friend. So I'm starting to use uh, slangs that you use. I'm starting to use um, yeah, young people terms, which I don't fully understand. But then you think that I'm silly because I'm not using it the right way. So I think that I'm converging to you but you think I fail or you don't think I converge. It means that what I'm doing is a subjective convergence. But then if I am successful in converging, it means that what I'm doing is objective convergence. It means that I converge and you acknowledge that I am converging to you. Right. with that last segment um, I'm going to end this recording and hopefully whatever it is I explained here is easy to understand 
and I will be seeing you in class really really soon and meanwhile thanks for listening and stay healthy Thank you.